It's hard not to be confused by Fight the Good Fight. We had year four coming to church this week, and I am one of them. I think it was somewhere on a Winnila or something, he had found the phrase church army, and he said, Rachel, you lot, you, you Christians, you're not supposed to fight, so why does it say church army? And because... Fight has that connotation, doesn't it? The f- one connotation would be like verbal fighting, arguing, disagreeing. We all do that sometimes. We, you know, I like to be right, and sometimes my husband doesn't think I'm right, and we might disagree on that. I have two children, and they like to argue, they like to disagree. I think that's kind of what siblings do. And then there's the other side of fighting physical fighting. I was a teacher in London and Essex and I have broken up quite a lot of fights but I was thinking that I think I can only remember getting in one fight as a kid though my parents might disagree but I I was about seven um, and we moved to a new school the school had a school bully he was picking on my sister like my big sister so I I got into a fight with him about it um I won, but um, I didn't feel good about it at all. I remember just feeling absolutely awful about it. I felt guilty. I was embarrassed. I was really sad that everyone else seemed scared of me after that. It's not a good fight. So those types of disagreements are not a good way forward. If we all here physically attacked each other, our meetings or argued all the time, we wouldn't get anything done. It would be a horrible atmosphere. So how do we fight without fighting in a worldly way? Well, it does say in that passage in the Bible, it says of faith. It's talking about a fighting a fight of life and faith. And staying faithful for our whole lives isn't easy. If we were kind of drawing a journey of faith, with kind of amount of faith going up one side of the graph and journey um time along the other side we'd hope it would kind of just go straight up as time increased faith increased but i think we'd all probably agree that our graphs wouldn't quite look like that mine would be very up and down very wibbly i would hope it would be going generally up but i know that there would be a lot of peaks and troughs in my faith Um, I was thinking about that journey through life and I was thinking about what caused those kind of low points on my faith graph, my dips, as it were. And I came up with three things that have in the past affected me. The first, and I think a lot of us have been here, is where things go wrong, where the world seems against us, we feel abandoned by God or far from God, And we're just on shaky ground with our faith. I think one of the examples I would give of one of these really low points was about 11, 12 years ago. We had just um, experienced quite a a 12-week miscarriage. So it it was quite late on. We all had been all excited about it. We were really, oh, I was really sad. And I was, I went to church, I felt it was, I needed to pray about it. 
And where we were in London, we had a sort of new sharing. And someone in the church came up and said that, you know, they were 14 weeks pregnant and they felt really blessed to share it, that they'd been blessed with this baby. And I remember thinking, it, you know, it wasn't their fault, but I remember just thinking that I felt abandoned by God. And I felt, wow, well, how are they blessed? And, and I have had just gone through this and just feeling really far from God. Another time I have my kind of dips in my faith is when I'm just really busy, super busy, too busy sometimes to pray, I think, too busy spending time with reading the Bible, too busy maybe to go to church, and then I start to drift because I'm not spending time with God, I'm not investing in that relationship, and that's when you kind of drift away. Third one actually is a more more recent one. I found that um, when things are going re- really well. So recently it's been the case when things have gone wrong, I've been feeling a little bit more like the world is against me, but I've got God and I'm holding on tight to that faith. But when things are going well, sometimes I forget to hold on. Sometimes I forget to rely on God and I start to rely on myself and start to try and stand in my own strength. And that's when my faith takes a bit of a dip. Because fighting that good fight is understanding that faith journeys are not always easy. If you were to imagine your faith as a bridge taking you over a river, sometimes that bridge is like this six-lane motorway bridge and you're plowing on at 70 miles an hour. There's no stopping you. You feel close to God. You're seeing prayers answered. Your prayer life is brilliant. You read your Bible. You go into church. You get, you know, you're serving Jesus and everything's going really well. If that's you today, great. So glad to hear that. Please share some of that um, later. But sometimes our bridge is a little bit like a rickety rope bridge. It's precarious. It's wibbly. You're going slowly forward or maybe even staying still. And there's that trepidation, that fear that it might break. If you're there today, I just want to encourage you briefly that you're still on the bridge. And that's what's important. Because fighting that good fight is staying faithful through difficulties, through good times and bad, through trials, when you're battling sin, when you're trying to love people who you don't like very much, to be honest. Pursuing and valuing things like righteousness, love, patience, gentleness, forgiveness, things that God values, but maybe the world doesn't value quite so much. Not things like power, authority, money, worldly values. So not being the best, but maybe loving the most. Not actually fighting. So maybe it's more of a fight mentality. Like staying strong when when things are difficult. But how how do we do that? Well, one thing I would like you to remember, I need to remind myself of, is that we've just celebrated Easter, which is a great reminder that ultimately the battle is already fought and already won, even if it doesn't always feel like it on our Wibbly Bridge. And secondly, 
the gift of the Holy Spirit is given to us as a helper. The Holy Spirit helps us. He gives us the power to hold on to faith, strengthens us when we are weak, comforts us in trials, guides us in truth. I don't, I know, we're looking at Timothy. I don't always like bringing in more scripture because it can get confusing, but I just want to read to you Romans 8.26, which talks about the Holy Spirit. It says, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Even when we do not know what we ought to pray for, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, even for the needs that can't be put into words. And I love that. He's saying, when we can't go it alone, when our bridge is at our, it's wibbliest and we are at our weakest, God steps in and does it for us. About as many of you know, because I think I talk about it enough, but about 10 years ago, I was going through um, intensive chemotherapy. And cancer is, produces this kind of tiredness that is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. You are bone tired. Watching TV or holding a conversation with someone is too tiring. You cannot focus on anything. But chemotherapy gives you this kind of insomnia. So the only way I can describe it for me was like my whole body just felt fizzy. And I couldn't, I just couldn't sleep. So you're exhausted. You can't do anything, but you also can't sleep. So I was just lying in bed. I had no energy and no concentration. I remember thinking, I'm not sure I, I can really go on. I've got nothing left to go on with. I'm too tired to, I can't even focus to pray. I couldn't put sentences together. And on a good day, a friend said to me, you don't have to come up with like long prayers or even full sentences. You can just say strength, please, or even just sort of, you know, make the sign of the cross or whatever. Just, just, just try, you know. God knows. And so I tried. I didn't really know what to expect, but I I tried. I said, strength, please. And at my weakest, God sustained me. I, I, I wasn't dancing a jig. I wasn't, you know, running a marathon or anything. I could get out of my bed. And... I just remember thinking, I I know I'm not standing in my own strength because I don't have any. Sometimes that's when our faith is strongest, is because we have nothing to strive with. Nothing of our own to give, but we have to have complete reliance on God. It's almost the opposite of fighting, fighting the good fight. It's kind of complete surrender. But to get there, we often have to fight ourselves, our ambitions, our desires, our pride, our need to do it all, to have it all. These kind of natural, worldly needs. I can do it, God. I don't need you to do it for me. I um 
did a children's talk, um, I think it was about five, uh, about 10 years ago, after I was better, um, and someone in the notes I got given had described SIN as like an acronym for children to understand what it is, and it was S, shove off God, I, I'm in charge, N, not you. Shove off God, I'm in charge, not you. But fighting the fight of faith is, is seeking God. It's trying to be close to him and deepen our relationship with him. It's a weird cycle, actually, because when you experience, you have that experience of God, it's so good that you want more. So you seek God more. And when you get more, you seek God more. And you come to realise just how much you need him in your life. And it creates that cycle. And hopefully your graph goes up, your faith graph. Sometimes you still feel far from him. It's not a guaranteed perfect life. It's a fight. Sometimes it's just, it's not that he's not there. Sometimes he's just gone on ahead. But we need to still battle with ourselves and seek after him. And if that's how you feel, and we all have those times, here are three things that help me when I feel far from God at the moment. The first is prayer, which is, interestingly, when we feel far from God or we're having a difficult time, it's quite often the first thing out the window, but it should really be the last thing. Um, If you want to hear God, then you've got to start a dialogue with him, talk to him. That's what prayer is. The second would be his word, reminding ourselves of his promises, his love, his encouragement, these wonderful stories in the Bible. You help us feel close to God. And the last one is you guys, his church. When I feel far from God, my church family, I know, will love me, encourage me, challenge me, maybe pray with me and we'd we love to do that to each for each other so that's what we're here for guys to support each other along this difficult fight we fight for our faith against the feelings of wanting control knowing that eternal life is at the end which is a free gift to the faithful be encouraged that when you feel weak god is strong It doesn't say eternal life is at the end free to those who have a two-lane bridge or a three-lane bridge, but or you have to have a certain amount of faith for that. It just says faithful. Whether your bridge is wobbly or whether it's six lanes, faith is still faith. Be encouraged in that. And maybe today you feel that your bridge is really wobbly. And you're holding on and it's hurting your hands holding the rope. Uh, And there's stuff going on that that you can't really see the other side of. Or you're just feeling really far from God and a little bit disillusioned. And if that's you today, just can you please not go anywhere without stepping into that third thing. Let your church family pray for you. Let them love you. Let them get alongside you. And I think I'm going to ask Steph to come up in a minute and just ask her, to arrange that for you. Thank you.